Hello, everyone. Welcome to the podcast. Many intergalactic greetings to you, my friends. We're here. The podcast is still here. I'm still here. Thank goodness I'm alive, uh, doing much better. And the, the podcast is still here. We're still happening. But we had to take two weeks off. We had to take a solid amount of time away because, out, you know, for... First of all, this year has been crazy. Uh, I hope you're hanging in there. Uh, my name is Alex Girofanos. I'm the host of this podcast. We're, we're already getting off to a rocky start here. Uh, but we are back after a two-week hiatus. And we've been talking about COVID-19. COVID-19 has been a part of our life for almost the entirety of 2020 here in the U.S. Uh, for 32 episodes, in fact. Eight months we've been we've been in the midst of this. And here for episode 221... Uh, I was originally thinking I was going to be able to record this when I originally got my symptoms. I did end up getting COVID. I did test positive. And uh, I was completely out of sorts for two weeks. And what I'm going to do on this podcast is uh, something very sciencey: is give my observations and experience that I had with COVID. Uh, because th- there's definitely, I, I, if you don't have anyone in your life that has been affected by it, uh, that's great. And, um, but what I want to do is just give my experience, give, give my take, share what I went through, uh, so that if you ever have, uh, any questions about it, if you're ever on the, like, oh my God, what should I do? I think it's been so long. And if, if you haven't had it at any point during this eight months that, that this has been around, um, and you do have questions, you feel like it's been so long. What, what do I do? I hope, that this serves as, as some kind of uh, guidance, or at least just to tell you a different experience. Because maybe, you know, I, I, I've had friends that have had it one, two days, barely any symptoms, and they're fine. I've also known people who who uh, have had people who have passed away from this. So with everything that's going on in 2020, everything is madness. Everything is insanity. And I just want to give you another take, my take on this, uh, uh, what I went through. So that's that's what we're gonna do. Uh, we will definitely be. There's a lot to talk about with space. Uh, there's a lot for us to to, to talk about. Uh, I catch up on in, in future future episodes coming up. We're also gonna be talking to some people. But what what I want to do is give some thanks to the, everybody that reached out. Uh, because if you followed us on Today in Space podcast on Facebook or at Today in Space Pod on Instagram, uh, I shared what I could. Uh, of me going through feeling terrible, trying to find a clinic that had tests available so that I could uh, actually figure out if I if I was positive. Um, but everyone that reached out, I just gotta say, man, thank thank you, thank you so much for for giving me such positive energy, and and, and so many people reached out and offered help, especially close friends. Uh, thank you, everyone that offered to cook food and and and, and just. I, I can't thank you enough it, for someone that uh, is reasonably social as a person and hasn't been able to get out. Strangely, uh, this has given me uh, a connection back with a lot of people that I've just lost touch with because how crazy everything is and life was busy even before 2020. And I just want to say thank you to everyone uh, that did. So to, to, to keep a what seems to be a long podcast short, I want to talk about the symptoms I went through, and, and just my experience in general. I, I live in Massachusetts. Uh, we've been a hotbed of cases pretty much this entire time. We've, we've had good and bad times. 
and 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 things are getting it's it's fall turning into winter and if it's anything like the flu if it's anything like any other disease diseases that spread uh this is when things get worse so maybe this is a reset for you maybe this is just another reminder to have good habits and 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 take away some of the unknown with those good habits right um and and i think it's a it's just a very strange time and i really was was spent a lot of time figuring out what i was going to talk about here and what i was going to share and so i'm going to try really hard to stay focused here I, i do have notes i have kind of notes all over the place but um like we said we've been talking about covid for 32 episodes eight months we finally had to deal with it and uh it was the worst i i'm hesitant to call it a cold because it undermines what i actually went through um it's like every flu stomach bug uh you know i had uh i had a case of the swine flu it's like all of those things combined into one thing and for two straight weeks i was unable to do anything but sit on a couch and zone out to the TV because from just having a cloud in my head, I'll go through some of the symptoms I went through. And it, it, and it, it, it was different symptoms throughout the two weeks that I was ill. I had body aches, shortness of breath, pr- pretty, pretty instantly, almost, uh, you know, the first day I had symptoms, it was a Tuesday. It was kind of just like a cloud hanging over here. It's not very scientific, but it was like a, a mental fog that I had. And I could just tell the symptoms were coming on. If you've ever gotten the flu before or something similar, you feel that. But the rate at which the symptoms got worse was way faster than anything else. And and there are many strains out there, and there's a lot of variety. But I'm 30 years old. I'm in reasonable shape. I'm definitely not the healthiest person. But I eat very well, and I've done a lot of work from a very destructive early 20s uh, of just partying way too much and not taking care of myself. And now at 30, I am very glad that I took, I've been taking care of myself for the last five years. If I hadn't, I'm very, very, very uh, pessimistic of what would have happened if I got it if, uh, without taking care of myself. As we've talked about before in this podcast, I smoked cigarettes for uh, six years, a pack a day, almost got to two packs a day at one point. Um, so for, for a respiratory, a majorly respiratory d- uh, disease where people are on respirators, I was very, very precautious with this. Uh, both Sarah and I were very precautious. And, and if, if I was living alone, I, I uh, would, would not be, uh, I don't know, it would have been a very, very different scenario. And I'm very glad that I, I have someone that I can team up with and we're, we, we, we made a plan very early on again. 32 episodes ago, eight months ago, we made a plan for the worst case scenario if we got it because of the nature of our jobs and, and working with people, that was going to be inevitable. So we planned for the inevitable, which was that we were going to get this. And it's definitely our opinion that you should plan for the inevitable. And I think given the fact that it's been eight months and it's still here, it's still a possibility and that the cases are, are increasing again, may this be a word of caution. And at, at least... For preparation, not even caution. I'm not trying to cause fear. I'm just trying to prepare you for for what happened to me. Uh, so body aches, shortness of breath, nausea, uh, headaches. I mean, the the body aches. Uh, the first 
two and a half days. I was in so much pain from like a flu body ache that I, I couldn't do anything but sit down. I, I, I was I was moving at like a quarter speed, you know, and on top of uh, not taking care of myself, I also uh, have scoliosis and some injuries that I'm, I'm recuperating. I'm still, um, uh, you know, I've gone to PT many different times. I've gone through many different phases of it. Um, so I, I have old injuries that have not been taken care of. All of those flared up to a point where I was uh, wondering if the next day I had to go to the hospital. That's how bad those body aches were. Um, you know, I live with kind of a chronic three to four out of 10 pain every day that I deal with. Uh, that tripled for those two and a half days. I couldn't do anything. Then a phlegmy cough came, felt like my lungs were on fire. Uh, 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 lost taste and smell, which was the, the classic one. Uh, and in those first three, four days, I, we were trying to figure out a, way, a place for me to go get tested. Um, Sarah had gotten symptoms first, got tested originally, um, and and she ended up testing positive before I was even able to get a test uh, done. I had made plans. There was a new online system. Went to the location. Um, it was the only time I left the house was to go get tested, and I was turned away because they uh, the system was booking appointments and there were no more tests. And there was no way for them to tell us that there was no more tests until I showed up. And that's only going to get worse with more cases, more people going, uh, and new places jumping onto systems. So um, this has not been the case for everybody. This has been my specific case. But it's something to think about. What are you going to do if you do have those symptoms? Do you have a plan? Do you, do you know what you're going to do? There's a lot of online places. Luckily, it's a lot better than it was when this started 32 episodes ago, eight months ago. So that's good, but there's still issues. There's, there's still things that we haven't figured out. So uh, after that happens, uh, the kind of the fourth and fifth day, uh, the, the phlegmy cough came in, the, the body chills, uh, uh, literally like, like shoots of chills of, of, of what you would get from a really, really bad flu. Um, those came in, basically was on NyQuil and DayQuil all day long. Uh, food didn't bring any comfort because I couldn't taste it. I couldn't smell it. Uh, and I had some of the most intense dreams of, of my life during that period. Uh, and I, I've never slept as much as I did during that time. I, 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 like I said, for two weeks, I was basically incapacitated. I couldn't work. And that's one of the things, you know, I think the stat that comes up the most are the deaths that happened from COVID. Uh, and as someone that just got it and is, by all accounts, relatively healthy, have some conditions, but nothing that is the traditional, you know, thing that, that makes it happen. One of the strains that I did get from COVID put me out of work for two weeks. And luckily, luckily, I worked for a place that was very good about it, very proactive about it. And uh, I have a team that that helped out. And I was able to take those two weeks off to do no work and to focus on getting myself better. Not everybody has that ability. Not everyone has the ability. I'm very blessed in that, in that regard. I'm very grateful and, and feel very lucky that I have a job and, and work for a company in my day job that allowed me to, 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 to truly rest and, and not lose my job in the process. And I think there's a lot of people 
that don't have that ability. They don't have that. Uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, I don't know, but they, they, that's not that's not possible. And that's something that you know, I I think is a very understated part of this whole experience that everything is going through. Um, not only the fact that, you know, I was didn't really have symptoms the f- probably the first day or two that I had it. The different people that I could have interacted with in that amount of time, I mean, it's no surprise that anyone's paying attention, but this thing spreads very, very easily. And if you're going out, if you're hanging out with people and you don't have good habits of things like wearing a mask, all the things that we know, right? We, we talk, that's been talked about ad nauseum. Um, it's those, it's those days that you don't know you have it yet that are the, are the biggest chance that you could give it to somebody. Um, and if you don't have good habits in place to, to know, okay, I got to call the people that I was hanging, hanging out with that day. Who else did they hang out with? And the sooner you can tell them, you don't want to be dealing with that anxiety and and not have a plan because then it's it's too it's just too late. So again, this, this is this is part of the reason why I'm sharing this experience. Um, it's just a reminder that even though you might be young and and you might be this, it can still it can still get you. So and and it's not good. <laughs> I mean, I'm looking at some of these notes here. I was writing while this was happening, but like I said, I, I basically was. Watching, I, I had, I zoning out to the TV. I couldn't even. I wasn't even really paying attention. It was really just a, okay. I, I feel too sick to go to sleep. I basically just have to exist for uh, ten hours and then go to sleep for the the other fourteen. Uh, that's really what I had to do. And even, even after the first five days, I, it still just lingered. It lingered for so long that I was losing track. Those first five days felt like uh, four days, felt like two weeks because they, they lasted so long. And I was, I was in this point of reference that I felt, I felt so, I, I, I had felt so bad those first two, three days that on that fourth day, I felt re- like by reference better. And I thought I was better, but I still felt like such crap. I had so little energy and then, after those first five days, it switched to gastral stuff. So I still had all of the – it went from a really bad – like a terrible d- disease flu, like the worst flu symptoms you've ever experienced to the worst gastrointestinal like stomach flu that you've ever had. It flipped on you. So now you're dealing with completely different symptoms. Um, and, and if we hadn't prepared, right, if we hadn't prepared originally to have – uh, non-perishable foods in the house um, so that we didn't have to order out um, and, and have delivery services that, that deliver food to the house. If we hadn't looked that up originally, we would have had to have done that when we couldn't even exist at that point, right? We, we couldn't do anything but sit on the couch uh, or in bed. So what, what, what would we have done if we hadn't prepared for that? Because for a week and a half, you know, when we had, luckily we had friends that brought, brought soup and, and, and food for us. Uh, and we tried really hard to limit that and, and limit any kind of exposure, but it was crazy. I mean, literally two weeks off the grid, our, our entire October was basically written off the books. Like it didn't exist. We just, after two weeks 
it kind of disappeared. Like it, it almost like dripped off. Like uh, and that's not scientific at all. But for essentially ten days, we didn't, we weren't able to do anything. And then day eleven, it it really like took like twenty five percent, thirty percent better. And we were like, wow, okay, this is this is getting good. But because it had been ten days, we were like, well, all we can do is the same: is rest, drink a bunch of water, um, stay hydrated, uh, take things like vitamin D and vitamin C and zinc. And, and again, this is not. I am no biological expert. I I am I am an engineer, which makes me not an expert at all. Have I taken biology? Have I taken chemistry? Yes, but. Um, by no means was I an expert in this. I was just doing my best to try and sift through the information that's online to, to know what to do, um, and just dealt with the symptoms as best as possible. And that's basically the advice we got. Uh, if, if it, the advice was basically, if it gets to the point where you're having problems breathing, having the, that, that very acute, I can't breathe. I need to go to the hospital. You just got to isolate. Isolate for 10 to 14 days until you no longer have a fever, until the major, the majority of the symptoms are gone. Um, a big shout out to our hometown for, um, for dealing with it so well. You know, as soon as we got the positive test, they reached out, they talked to us, they gave us advice, there was information that could be shared. And I'm very happy that uh, Massachusetts has been as good as it's been in, in, in its response. Uh, we should be with all the, 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 the hub of medicine that we are here and, 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 and biomedical research and, and just academia in general, right? We, we should be good at it, but even then, it's, it's still not quite enough for this type of a scenario. But kudos to, uh, to our local places for, for doing what they did. Uh, and even then, with how prepared we were, like I said, I couldn't get a test the first five, four or five days that I was experiencing symptoms. Um, and it took that long because there were so many people signing up for those and all you can do is online. You can't just drive up and get tested. It's just not how it works. And, and you couldn't even really do it through your primary care physician. So there's, there's a lot of things that can be improved on. There's a lot of things that, that I experienced that, uh, it was, it was a big waiting game, uh, and just, just pushing through. I mean, there's really... It was, it was, there were days, like I, I've, I said it before, there were days that I thought, man, tomorrow I might have to go to the hospital. There were, there were days when I was, I was wondering, am I going to have to go? Uh, luckily I didn't have to, luckily it got better. Um, and it's a week after I was better and I was out of isolation. It's about a week now. And even still, uh, I don't have all my taste and smell back, which again is this it was is the strangest experience um, because I already didn't have a good sense of smell before, right? Uh, I smoked cigarettes for six years, and it already diminished from that. Um, something that I've I've noted anecdotally from people that used to smoke cigarettes, they had the same issue. Uh, my smell started getting better on the, the two days that I was asymptomatic and it was very weird because I was smelling things I'd never smelled before. Um, and then it just everything, I couldn't smell anything. I mean, I have, um, you know, there's certain things I have that have like essential oils that are very, very strong smells like lavender and things like that. I could hold that same thing up to my nose. That would be way too powerful to do that. And I couldn't smell a thing. Um, and like I said, the, the fact that when you, when you don't feel good and 
you know, eating good food is, is something that gives you um, relief uh, and you can't even get that satisfaction out of it, it's a bummer, man. I mean, I, I had a lot of hot sauce uh, just to get some kind of feel, right? I, I, I skipped the taste altogether and just went for feel because uh, it would just help me eat. <laughs> um, it's a very, very strange experience. I'm I'm very glad that I have friends looking out that even when I was trying to just keep myself entertained online, I was still posting a little bit online, but um thank you to my friends that reached out and were just like, dude, just just relax. Just take it off. Um get yourself better because that's that's what's most important. So I, I really do thank everyone that that looked out for me and reached out and, and God, there's too many people to even list right now. Um, I, I feel very, very lucky that you guys are a part of this and that, that you guys are so um, grateful and uh, – grateful is the wrong word. Just good friends. I mean, honestly, good people around me. I'm very lucky that that's the case. Um, and this community of the podcast has been so supportive. Um, thank you for for everything, guys. And we're, ba- we're back. Um like I said, I'm still dealing with some symptoms, but for the most part, all, all said, I even got a new shirt, which I'm super excited about, a new, new set of t-shirts for the podcast uh, to record in, because some of those were just, just kept wearing the same ones, so I'm excited about that, and it, I have definitely been doing a lot of thinking, because I had a lot of time <laughs> to myself. Uh, this is, and I think other than thinking into the future and what's possible and, and what could come from a world like this, how it changes everything moving forward, uh, it's also refocused a lot of the stuff that I've had to think about. And, and taking two weeks off uh, of everything, of literally life, and, and just trying to exist um, throughout my symptoms Rest is is so much more important. Like I was doing such a terrible job of giving my time, my my body what it needed to rest and to recover. And when you are completely out of it with COVID for two weeks, uh, that I mean, you really start to understand, man. If things go south, they go south fast. Um, and I, like I said, I'm just so lucky that. I would. I have a job that I was able to take two weeks off. Um, something that just doesn't get talked about. And if 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 you don't plan for that um, or put good procedures in place, like wearing your mask and and keeping your limits out there and making sure that you're you've got a plan. If you do have to take two weeks out of your life completely, um, that's it's. It's just very difficult, um, and I'm even having a hard time uh, discussing it. I mean, like I said, I, I had such a tough time. Even the dreams were so were so intense. I, I, I thought I joined the space force. I, I lived part part of <laughs> part of a life in a dream. Like that's how intense all of this was, and how how crazy it, it threw me for a loop. Um, but uh, not to go off on a tangent, nah, it is a podcast, so I guess that's okay. But Definitely do, do not take this lightly uh, because I, as someone that I, I thought I was in a pretty good category of like, if I got it, hey, that would suck, but, uh, you know, I'll, I'll be okay. I'm young. I'm just very happy that I got through it and I didn't need to go to the hospital. Uh, but that doesn't take away the fact that it was the worst cold, disease, flu, 
is, is the worst disease I've had to deal with in my life so far, in my 30 years. Um, and I had mono growing up twice. So this was even worse than that. Uh, it was, it was, so much was unknown. Like if 2020 is unknown, try 2020 with COVID symptoms and not knowing what's going to happen the next day. And all you can do is sleep, drink water, take drugs and, uh, manage your symptoms and, and try your best to get through it like that. I'm through it. I hope that you don't have to go through it, but prepare for the fact that it could happen. Um, please, please do. Um, just make sure you have a plan. Some of the things I can I can say is just don't take the spread of this uh, for granted. It, it spreads super easily. It could it could just be a bunch of people that go out one night to an outside bar and everyone gets it. Um, putting in good habits like uh, having clean masks available, um, replacements, um, having one by the door, having one in the car, putting them in brown paper bags so that you can put the date on it and give that time to go through. So in case you do figure out what day it was, you can, you, you know what the things you can track it. Um, that's really important. And just, do you have a plan for not going anywhere for two weeks? Like, do you have a service that can deliver you food? Do you, do you, do you have like Postmates or something like that? Um, do you have friends that, that could help with that? That have the time to do that. Uh, and that won't put them into danger. Like, like just, Having that in place up front is, is some of the, the, the best advice that I can give. Uh, and if, if you do get it, please give yourself time to rest. Please, 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 please. As someone that is uh, normally anxious and stays busy um, with, with stuff and, and tinkering and stuff like that, um, just look out for yourselves. Be well. Like, like my shirt says, I hope that you live long and prosper. We're going to be talking about a lot of different things in the coming weeks. And as always, please just let me know what you guys are thinking. Let me know what uh, what you'd like to listen to, what you'd like us to talk about, because um, we're here for you, uh, because you have been here for me, and I can't tell you how much I appreciate that. So uh, Train Space fam, I love you. I, I, I hope that uh, you stay healthy, and if you get it, get well fast, rest up, um, Find a testing center. At least know where one is because um, you don't want to be looking for it when you're sick. And that's it, folks. Uh, like I said, I'm trying to keep this short. Uh, I hope that was somewhat helpful uh, of an episode, but more of just a sharing of the experience. Uh, this next three, four months are going to get crazy, and the uh, election is next week. So uh, it be, you know, be good. Do what you can. Be safe. And we will be talking about more space soon. There's a lot of SpaceX stuff happening. There's the November 14th Crew-1 uh, mission with the SpaceX Crew Dragon. And uh, the, the first operational NASA crew to go to the International Space Station uh, after Demo-2. So that's very, very exciting. We'll probably do a live for that. It's on a Saturday, which is very good. I hope you enjoy Halloween. Check out uh, Today in Space Pod and AG3D Printing. We've got some cool Star Trek costumes coming, man. Um, I've been doing wiring and, 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 and lighting and stuff like that, so this, it's going to be really cool. Uh, it's very reminiscent of a 2020 uh, world, but I'm going to run out of storage here on my, <laughs> on my device. Uh, so i got to end this episode. Love you. Be good. We'll be back for more space. 
Spread love and spread science. We'll see you next time.